Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I head up branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hi. So our guest today is Tom Shearer. He is a designer in New York. His work has been featured in Elle Decor, House Beautiful, Architectural Digest, Flower Magazine, Coastal Living. He's on the 8100 list, Elle Decor's A-list, and you have two books with Fondome Press, Tom Shearer Decorates, and your most recent book, More Decorating. Welcome. We're very ex- excited to have you. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. It's good place to be here. Now, how many hours did you agonize over the names of those books? Oh, <laughs> a bit, a bit. Yeah? It was going to be, at first we thought I was going to do, my second book was going to be just on tropical houses. And we put together a bunch of them. And then people said, why, you know, but you've done all this other great stuff. And why, you know, stretch and maybe put in some houses that maybe aren't as good as others. And why not do a book on, a, you know go back to the same old formula, which is what we did. Mm-hmm. Just more amazing, just fabulous more, houses. More stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's divided into town, country, and tropical. See? Town, yes, country? exactly. Yeah. You've got it. No, uh, town, country, and... Ta- yes. Coastal. I think beach. Maybe. Oh, no, I can't remember. It's not really <laughs> you would country. Think. All four of us have read it. Yeah, because and it's none of us like know. New England and summer, 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 summer houses. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. One of which is yours, right? I feel like uh, every the, other house is yours. There's a lot of my own houses. In there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was my a little bit of a cheat. Favorite line of yours that decorators don't have children; they have houses. Oh, yeah. and I, I loved that. I don't know. What, I, I'm not sure I was the first person to say that, but nobody's take come forward. I'm going to take the credit. <laughs> How many do you own right now? Oh, even no. the ones you share with sisters and whatnot. Okay. Uh, do I have to, should I name them or should I just count them? Start with the number. If you want to name them, that's I, cool. I don't know. One, two, three, four, six. Are you Oprah? <laughs> no, none of them are very fancy. Uh-huh. Two of them are rented. Um, and uh, a couple of them I'd sell in a minute if I had, if I get, you know, when I get the chance, I'll probably sell them and mm-hmm. so I can do something new. Right. Once you get another I can't, one, I just I can't keep question. adding them. I have to, I have to yeah. sell it's something. What in the I one in, one out method. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Is it because of location you would sell the two that you? Uh, just uh, partially old age. You know, they think it's hard to maintain some of these houses. Yeah. They're in exotic, far off places and. Um, I, and also, I'd like to do something. You know, there's always a new project in mind. Yeah. Do you purchase them I, for the project aspect of it? I do. Uh-huh. I mean, I you know, I, sometimes I just can't resist because I, I, I kind of, it's so clear to me what needs to be done to these houses when I first see them, and so it's like a, it's kind of like a, like a train I can't get off. Sometimes, mm-hmm. once I see the house, I just kind of have to see it through. Mm-hmm. And I very rarely change my mind midstream. It usually is. I usually form a really strong picture of what a place is going to look like, and I do that with my clients' houses as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not. There's not a lot of guesswork involved after the first minute. I, it's, it's, it's like a. It's a pretty straight line. You know, I, I can't take. remember if it was the beginning of your new book or your old book um, or your first book uh-huh. that. Um, 
they were describing how you go into a house and you they were describing you like an explorer like oh yeah that was being nice. very that was really sweet that's yeah that was mimi reed's thing yeah i like that and it's true and that's what i do i kind of put my hands out and i kind of get the vibrations and i figure it all out really really quickly as you're walking um, around as i'm walking around yeah. what do you mean by the vibrations well i mean you know i take everything into account the I, the, what the house looks like, the history of the house, what the client can handle, sometimes the client's taste if they have taste, um, what, <laughs> they and, don't. And, and what they, and what they have a stomach, you know how how much they can handle as uh -huh. far as decorating goes. So when you say how much they can handle, do you mean um, uh, how much you can push them in their style, or do you mean budget, or do what both do you mean? everything, uh -huh. everything? Sometimes people want things really quiet and don't want things to look like a decorator come in and had done them and some people want the whole you know want the full Monty mm -hmm. well speaking of your houses I loved your um, own home that's in the town section of the new book mm -hmm. um, because you talk about how you reused a lot of stuff from previous oh, yeah. homes yes. and even your first the first um, furniture you had made oh, for your first New York apartment yes. you, he said he built it we Did made, oh, I didn't it? build it with my own bare hands, but I had it made by, <laughs> by a very inexpensive carpentry shop, mind you. Um, and I did have it at some point along the years it was refinished. But yeah, that's that's right. And as I say in the book, it's my my most recent apartment is really like the, my first New York apartment that I had stylistically. I loved it um, because I thought it was so interesting that you said that you sort of just you didn't do a lot to the shell when you moved in. No. And I would think that would be pretty atypical of most decorators. You know, they want to come in and yeah. do the bathrooms and the kitchen and the- Yeah, well, this apartment building, it's a rental, first of all. So oh. there was a good reason not to put any, to, to do that kind of thing. But also it was pretty close to being perfect. It's, it's mm -hmm. I, I flattered the building and the building's owner quite heavily in the text of that particular story. It's a really a kind of a perfectly, to me, a perfectly designed building. It's very pared down. It doesn't have any goopy details at all. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's kind of a period piece. It's like a, as I say, it's sort of Miesian, like international style period piece. It's a great building. I love it. Well, I just loved how, um, and, and you can kind of see, I, well, all of your work is, is like this. You have a little little like classic sort of New England look to it. There's a little modernist. There's a little mm -hmm. coastal in every single space. And right. um, I loved being able to see that in this more clean, you know. Yeah. there's. I wouldn't say there's much coastal about that apartment, but it's, yeah, but, well, it's, but it's clean and it's fresh and it's not, yeah. it's not heavy in any way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to know the beginning of the matching painted dresser. When did you first do it? Because oh. you, it's it's repetitive in yeah. in your work, and I loved it in every scene I saw it in. I was just wondering, kind of, where did you get that I little? Know, it's an in? old fashioned thing that I picked up from kind of my from my from my upbringing. My grandmother maybe did it, mm -hmm. um, or her friends did it, or mm -hmm. something. It's just. Yeah, my grandmother did. <laughs> it's just the kind of way they used to decorate in the old days that they used to do things like that. Ladies had more time on their hands, and that was like a little handicraft camouflage kind of thing. I mean, actually, the Isabel there's you know there's the famous Isabel O'Neill school of decorative painting, and that maybe not that used to be kind of a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, 
Describe a little bit what that looks like for people who don't know what y'all are talking about. Well, uh, well, in one instance in the book I can think of where we, I painted the dresser to match the wallpaper. That pretty um, pink floral. It was a bird, I thought you wallpapered the front of the dresser yeah. until I read the yeah, little well, notes. I, I had to hire a very, yes. very talented person to do that. <laughs> um, and he, got, he, he nails it. In another case, I um, did it less, more economically. And what we did was we it, we Xeroxed, we color Xeroxed the fabric mm-hmm. of the room and then cut out the flowers and then decoupaged it onto the dresser. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. man. I, yeah, and I got a very, I got a, a well-known decouper actually to to do the, to the, do the like, cutting. Really close cutting. the very intricate cutting. Yeah. That's a great that's idea. So, Even so if smart. you wanted to do a tray or a lampshade yeah. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's the you know that's most people do that. They do the girl that I had to do the cutting actually does is a she does love those lamps and trays and stuff. But on the um, I knew she'd do a good job on the back of glass like a reverse. Kind yes, of thing? Mm-hmm. yeah, which yeah. is an old tradition. It's um, it was um, made famous by somebody called Mrs. Delaney, an mm-hmm. Irish woman, I think. And there's a great book on the subject of decoupage. And it comes from that whole, I think she was probably more active in maybe in the turn of the century, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe even a little earlier. I'm not sure. When you're reusing furniture pieces, especially in your own homes, is it easier to use stuff you already have or is that more difficult? Well, I mean, I, li- I like it when I meet a client who has a few nice things. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better because then it gives you a, you know, it gives you kind of like the key to how to do the rest of the apartment. Um, I certainly wouldn't want to have to use everything that everybody has right. or else there'd be no money for me <laughs> um, or nothing for me to do. But let's put it that way. That's a nicer way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the book, uh, there's a there's a chapter about some clients, old clients who really downsized. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a kind of a fun experience because we got to shop their large, very, very large apartment for just a few fine things for their smaller mm-hmm. apartment. And that was really fun because we really got to take only the you know the best, the, the things that work the best. Not only the best things, but the things that really work perfectly for the new, was new the, apartment. Was the older one in the first book? Okay, there's uh, some one. of it was some no, okay. part of the apartment was in the first book because I was okay. I was flipping, I flipped the first okay, one. You see the same things again. And then oh, I was there's that old thing. I was like, wait, that I've, chair. I've I seen that chair. It's a furniture. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Kayla, it was just a great chair. Crazy. I know. I'm weird, but yeah. so then I went back and I and I was like, oh well, it's the same entry. But anyways, I, yeah. I thought it was really interesting how to actually kind of they, shift stuff I, around. Actually, they were Ballard design chairs. Oh, it's the Wembley chair. Oh my oh. gosh. You know your Wembley chair? Don't ever discontinue yes. that. <laughs> you like it? You're a fan? I love the Wembley chair. Uh, okay. I don't know which one that is. Taryn is it has it like up. a slight yeah, and it's flare very to thin. the arm. It's, very, it's a small little club chair with very thin arms. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the kind of chairs that my grandmother used to buy in the hardware store in East Hampton and put in the <laughs> put in the summer house. Was it's that, old fashioned in a good mm, way. Those chairs mm-hmm. were in a um a boys' room in the first book, maybe they were, and yeah. then they were in the master bedroom in the second. Okay. We slip covered them. You're I just afraid. reread it. Nice. You didn't even know, know, and you didn't even know it was a Ballard design chair. I didn't. Well, I rem- so actually, the chair that I was thinking of has a wood. It's a little more mid-century. It has a wood base. Oh. 
Do you know which one I'm talking about? (laughs) She knows your product. Well, I recognized it because I thought, oh, that's maybe that's just the kind of chair I need for my Mm. room. Of course. Then I look at the new book and the Wembley. (laughs) Put it on your list. But I like I like the um. This is almost like a cross between a armless slipper chair, but it has a little round. It has like a rounded back Mm. and a. Anyways. Mm. By the way, I've spent so much money on your damn Wembley chair. <laughs> Slip covers, reupholstering, having uh, return swivels attached to the bottom oh, of them. Oh my gosh, that's smart. So that's where all the do you want us to redo it as a swivel? We yeah. could do that. It for starts you. out being kind of an economical way of doing things, and then it, then it ends gets wrong. Very expensive. Well, you <laughs> do. You call out a lot in your book, uh, mm-hmm. kind of the high-low mix that you're yeah, doing yes. a lot of times. No, I'm happy I, to do that. I recall specifically one, like an IKEA bookcase you turned on its side and made into a media, I yeah. believe, a media center. That's exactly almost. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that. First of all, you say it out loud. You know, and then how do you pick, you know, what is appropriate for being an inexpensive item and then what actually needs to be something fine? Right. Well, there always needs to be the mix. You know, you have to know when to do it and when to to not do it. But where should we not go cheap or inexpensive? We'll say that um, way. That's a good, that's a good, I I don't know if I can be, I, I don't know whether I can make a formula for that. Right. I mean, I do, I do tell clients that oftentimes a, a not expensive and economical sofa is not going to last as long as a good sofa. Mm-hmm. I have in my family, my mother has in her apartment a sofa which is over a hundred years old. Wow. wow! It was in my it was in my gra- great grandparents' house in New Jersey in nineteen nineteen, and it's a wonderful sofa. And it's the reason it's still there is because it was a well made sofa right. to begin with, right? Have you had um, stuff? Oh, it's been re- yeah, five times probably. But yeah. even <laughs> still, the frame, the design of it, um, it was classic then, and it, it's you know it goes on. Yes. One thing that I thought was such a good, and now maybe this wasn't an expensive, but you could do it inexpensively. Is I loved you um, will frame sort of like a paper shade that's flattened. It's, yes. Well, it's a like a, a Japanese lantern. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was a good trick. I lo- you flatten it, it and I frame it. Yeah. So it's a big circle in a frame. Yeah, there's other things you could do. I mean, I, I got the idea from, used to see, um, you still do, see um, Chinese robes, you know, framed. And yes, like kimonos, that kind of thing. Kind of where the, how the idea came to me. Yeah. Um, and I'm a big fan of Noguchi lanterns. And mm-hmm. So there you have it. Well, the other thing you're yeah. a fan I of I got to is- stop doing that, by the way. I've done it too many times. I'm going to start seeing it in the Ballard Design Company. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, we've probably got one of the Ballard right house. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that, you, like you said, you could apply it to so many yeah, things. It's just, it's a very graphic shape. Exactly. And taking something, you know, yeah, every day idea. and making it mm-hmm. special. Yeah, and yeah. also there are places, uh, I first thought, I didn't want to put paintings in my house in the Bahamas, for instance, on the walls, because the living room is so open, mm-hmm. um, that it had to be something that was relatively sturdy, and it, this thing will patina and look better and better over the years. Probably so you're the banking, on the, banking the on the paper. Banking on the weather, yellowing. Ye- and yeah. Whatever. Yes, mm. that's right. Mm. Wait, what were you saying? You were saying something in it. It was something brilliant. (laughs) I don't remember. (laughs) I don't know. Um, No, I feel like I'm always looking for different things for the wall. Something different. And 
Right. Um, I also personally loved the amount of um, collections you put together mm-hmm. on each wall and on every page. Hmm. You have quite the... It's funny. I don't really think of my work as being that kind of layered and collected at all. It always seems very sort of simple to me, but maybe it, maybe it's my own. <laughs> um, going back to the, to the new Gucci lantern squashed in the frame, I one of my things that I say about my, myself is that I often like found objects more than I like actual works of art. Mm. Sometimes a found object can have as much impact visually, graphically, artistically, and kind of emotionally as some as a painting or as a drawing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. There are others, other examples of that in my book, I think, I hope, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember what I was going to say. The other thing that you clearly have a passion for is a tulip table, like oh, a yeah. Saranen dining table. Yeah. Tell us about that. And are you on um, withdrawal? Are, are you still full? No, I'm ahead? still doing it. I'm still <laughs> doing it. I, I, I'm going to do it again and again. I'm not going to stop. Um, so I do have, sometimes my clients get bored with it and they say, no, 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 not one more Saranen table, please. I can't stand it anymore. Why do you love <laughs> um, it so much? Well, as somebody said, as Mimi Reed, my friend and the author of my first book said she called it a par- the sort of a paragon it's the the ideal of a table it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a surface with as sort of minimal support as possible um, it's a paragon of a table mm-hmm. and what it does is it it lets the chairs that are around it be, tell the story yeah it almost tends to disappear I think. well and then you to did me, a version that had the mirrored bottom the base well, that was the same idea. That was another right, which, kind of version of it where you really want it just to be about the top surface and you want the chairs or chairs around it to. So the, the story. base, was the base a box or was it more of a skinny rectangle? Uh, it was a cube. It's a cube. Cube, so and covered in mirror. It has metal and, and it's little sort of metal corners away. to protect the mirror. Yeah. It's very striking. Simple. I noticed a I lot of. I probably wasn't of, the first person to think that up either. We're giving you the credit. Okay. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I love the way you use pedestals because agreed. I think Lamps. pedestals. Yes. Oh, Lamps on pedestals. Let me finish. Oh. Okay. So I well, there was a very genius pedestal that was also an umbrella stand that I thought was super smart. But I always think of pedestals as being very old fashioned. But you use them to. Okay, so Karen is talking about these this doorway, and there's a pair of pedestals on either side with lamps on them. Mm. It was so smart. And yes. but while also, why didn't you use a sconce? And, or a table. There was room for can't a table. Stand sconces. You can't stand sconces. <laughs> now that you say okay. that, I didn't. I'm see very it. anti-sconce. I don't know why. You I use think the candle sconces. I use sconces when I can do a big shade, and there's a couple of occasions for that. The shade that matched the wallpaper. There's that one, and there's mm-hmm. there are others. But I like a big shade coming off a sconce occasionally, and I do do that. But I'm not a f- big fan of little sconces with two little shades or three little shades, and draped crystals and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Not my, not my favorite thing. Oh, anyway, so you have a hallway. You have generally have one central light in the, mm-hmm. the you've been left with a light point in the middle. And generally there's not much else. And sometimes it's not appropriate or there's not enough space to have a table with a lamp on it. So it's really kind of a practical thing that has a, has a nice, there's a nice solution. Mm-hmm. Um, I also don't like ceiling lighting very much. So I try to avoid, especially when I'm doing renovations, to I try to avoid a lot of recessed lighting. And it's a way of lighting up a room uh, 
And it also, if you do it a certain way, it can actually throw light up against the ceiling and bounce it back down. Mm. I Sometimes I put um, up floodlights in those lamps. Oh. And you don't even know they're in there, really. It just seems like a glowing lamp. But actually, it's throwing a lot of light up onto the, onto the ceiling. Oh. Smart. Yeah. I can't remember having seen that before. I just thought that was so smart. Yeah. Same. Well, it's kind of a, it's kind of a fancy neoclassical way of doing things. I mean, they used to have in palaces, you know, they used to have columns going down the right. hallway. You know, in, in there oh, well, used to be a column in every window with candles on it. It's kind of a continuation of that idea. And yet, it, it's it kind of a fancy, so pants. simple, right? It's a little fancy, actually, for mm -hmm. me. It's a little on the fancy side. But I mean, the me. one that we're talking about is just sort of a. To, it looked like sort of just a ceramic urn lamp mm. on this white. Those are very special ceramic. Are they? <laughs> Karen, Karen, that is a special lamp. <laughs> Those are Diego Giacometti lamps. Oh, <laughs> oh. Carol, I can't believe yeah, you recognize them. The 1930s. Those were very special. Are those Beautiful. screwed onto those pedestals? Yeah. Mm, they don't need to be. The pedestals are strong. Okay. Are there no dogs in that house? No. The dog died. <laughs> <laughs> that's in the story. Perfect. Dog's that's actually dead. in Fancy the story. <laughs> it is. I read it. I missed yeah. the dead dog. I have to go back through. Because I was able to, it was an apartment that I, I put those pedestals in that apartment 24 now, years ago. That's those lampshades, the lamps, maybe we've replaced the lampshades once, but the lamps and the pedestals are 24 years old. And I was asked to redo that apartment last year or year, two years ago at this point. And um, we were able to, we, yeah, I didn't really want to do it because the apartment was so good, but they, it really needed to be freshened up. Mm -hmm. And so I finally agreed to redo it. And we, it's pretty much the same. We mod did a few little modern things, one of which was the dog had died. So we were able to get a fancier carpet for the living room. I do remember yeah. that. That's yeah. right. You took a seagrass out or something and yeah. put it in that rug. Yeah. I loved that project because I thought it well. There were there are a lot of details that I really liked. One that I thought was so interesting and well, you unusual. really did look at the book. You know it well. I did. I did. <laughs> it's on the cover. That I, one, it's that like where's Waldo? <laughs> um, but there was a pair of slipper chairs that you had, but they were in different rooms. So I was mm. curious when you decide. You know, we always we talk about pairs a lot because mm -hmm. they. If you have a great chair that you love, like buy two and it's yeah. more impactful. But why do you split? Why did you split the pair up? Um, actually, there are three of those slipper chairs in oh, that apartment. Okay. Well, I'm counting them now. One, two, three. Yeah, two are in one room and one's in another. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like plumbing fixtures. I think, you know, I, I hate to go into a house and see different plumbing fixtures in every room. It doesn't make any sense to me. You pick a design that you like. You decide that that's your style and your comfort level and whatever, why not stick to it? A slipper chair is a functional object. Mm -hmm. And so once you get the details of it right, why not just reuse it again and again? If I picked a Baldwin chair, like a more classic Billy Baldwin style slipper chair, I probably would have used that three times in the apartment in, in uh -huh. the same way. With regard to bathrooms, mm -hmm. you don't put the same tile in every bathroom. No, that's true. I don't. Mm -hmm. you got me. But I actually, that's not... That's not entirely untrue because I would if I had a four or five bedroom house mm -hmm. um, with four or five bathrooms. I might make all the all the the, the bathrooms pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, I make exceptions. Obviously, if you make an exception for the bar, you make an exception for the powder room. Mm -hmm. um, you make, right. you know, 
maybe maybe in a certain kind of house you'd make an exception for the master bathroom you'd do something a little fancier uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah. and do something a little bit more utilitarian for the other bathrooms right but some yeah. of them that you had in there you what did you call it color color coding or something color coding <laughs> color yeah. coding the bathrooms like here's the yellow bathroom yeah. here's the blue one i like that i know it makes sense to me it makes sense it's to me too grew, it's the way <laughs> yeah. i was brought up mm-hmm. we had i grew up in a house was actually my my family still has it and east hampton and we have nine bedrooms and we don't have nine bathrooms but we have maybe six and um you have to do that mm-hmm. otherwise How, what are you going to say we're going to say oh we'll take the one then like this is the third one from the left it could be the right. third one from the left or the there's a long long corridor that runs through the house it's six of the bedrooms are off and then there's another little corridor with three but you have to that's was a necessity right yeah. Well, it's sort it's of a like, summer house, and they're not big bedrooms, but they're nine of them. Wow! <laughs> well, I imagine it would be so fun for your guests to someone says, "Oh, go upstairs and yeah. find the." So you look at each one. Okay, this is the mm-hmm. green one. This is the one with the, mm. you know, I don't know, whatever. Uh-huh. That's cute. <laughs> oh, and I love how you do the twin beds. Oh, lots of twins. Lots of twins, but you do not a headboard. What do you call? It? You'll do a covered board oh, yeah. the whole length. Yeah, it's a headboard. That's a good word for it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a headboard Common, that runs like, from the left side. Communal of headboard. Yes, a communal Come headboard. Yeah. headboard yeah. It runs like the whole wall behind the two beds, and then you've done a small table between. I think so you, you can push them together if you want it to be. Is that the, is that the goal there? Mm. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Maybe. People talk about that, but then, then they, they never, never do it. it. Then yeah. They never do it. Yeah, that's it's too special, much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you, I noticed in one of the houses, I saw it on the twins and then I saw it on um, one of the larger beds as well. Uh, and you talked about it in a caption about how you didn't want to do a fussy dust ruffle. So you did, it looked like a, like a little upholstered piece under yeah. the mattress Yeah, was sort of gathered. What do you call that and how do you do it? Uh, the upholstered, well, I do I do something, we call it a upholstered bed, bed platform. Maybe and that's we, we raise it, yeah. it up on a little a recessed base, like a kitchen cabinet, kind of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, That's fine. And then it has soft corners and it's upholstered and you can't jam your f- foot on the, snag your toe on the wheels. Um, and you don't have to keep straightening the dust skirt. And it's also in a small room, it tends to make the room look feel a little bigger because there's mm-hmm. more floor space. Um, and I just like it. I'm, I, I do it whenever I can. It's not cheap to do it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's commercialized it so far. Um, and does the fabric last in that? Uh-huh. Right. Caroline's making notes. Yeah, it does. Well, it's funny you should ask that because I often do them in really tough materials, like some even umbrellas or in upholstery weight fabrics, mm-hmm. oftentimes. Uh-huh. Um, but it saves a lot of effort in the end. I mean, it's, it's t- up front, it's front loaded with effort, but in the end, it, they last, last for years and you don't ever have to have the dry, you know take off the dust skirt and iron it and whatever else. Right. Yeah. Laundry. it. Yeah. I do hate how the dust ruffle always moves. It always moves. And, yeah. One side is yeah. short an inch. The other's yeah. too long an inch. Be a better system. I guess yeah. this is it. This is it. <laughs> You've developed it. He did it. it. We, yeah, this it's just it. not commercial Done. until Caroline. Until Taryn draws it up for us. Yeah, she's the product designer. So speaking of not wanting a lot of stuff on the floors, mm-hmm. you, I noted it t- at least twice in this book. And it's, I thought it was a no-no, but you call them little shorty curtains. Oh, yeah. I love shorty curtains. Shorty <laughs> curtains. So they don't go all the way to the floor. They stop right at the bottom of the window. Yeah. I mean, just talk like about that. I don't know. I just think that sometimes it's the right thing to do. I mean, obviously, you know, in a living room with long, tall windows, you're not going to have shorty curtains. 
But um, sometimes, I think in one case in the book, it, the, the bedroom had one, two, had six windows in a bedroom. And it just would have been, there just would have been way too much fabric. Um, mm -hmm. It just would have been claustrophobic with all that. So it seems like an appropriate thing to do. I also think it's kind of a country thing. Mm -hmm. It's something that you wouldn't want to maybe see in a city. It felt casual. It feels casual and kind mm -hmm. of country. Mm -hmm. um, On the topic of window treatments, there was I've been a also known to buy curtains at, uh, what's it called? Country Ikea? curtains? Oh, country curtains. Country, uh, yeah. That's a thing. It's legitimate. Yeah. Well, and curtains, one yeah. you had it's was a, like a Turkish towel. Or something. I feel like you made some curtains. Or I did. I thought yeah. that looked fabulous too. Yeah, those were good. Yeah. There was, okay, in that Park Avenue apartment that you redid, mm -hmm. there was um, a bedroom that, I guess it was probably the master, that you redid the shades. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was very smart. Um, you did a blackout and a... I guess natural material. Sorry, and, I but then you had a Roman that. on top. Mm -hmm. So maybe you could explain that and why and... Why? Well, um, the reason is pretty simple: is that uh, those heavy blackout Roman shades that you make out of fabric are just very difficult to operate. They oh, you okay. always get them at a different level. They're always crooked. They're too much work to do every day. They break. They break. Uh, the cords mm -hmm. break. So we wanted to have the effect of fabric. We didn't want to have curtains, but we wanted to have the effect of fabric. So we made these tailored Roman shades and we set them. I actually probably cut the cords off so the client wouldn't be tempted. <laughs> and then they have um, they have beautiful grass cloth, I think probably from the shade store, sheer, sheer shades. They're mm -hmm. sort of grassy shears and white uh, for privacy. And then behind them are the blackout shades, which are battery, you know, either electrical or battery. So, smart. so you don't have to screw around so three around. three levels yeah of stuff okay yeah. but yeah but Fancy you're not stuff. supposed to move the roman right it's just, that's yeah. just for decorative looks. Yeah. yeah right and then there's a sheer thing for privacy and then there's a blackout yeah the blackouts on the back just like that one there mm -hmm. on your wall yeah maybe mm -hmm. we need See, something up front to make this they make theater. it there's a new wonderful mm -hmm. kind that are you don't even have to have wiring for it they have the batteries are in the in the roller yeah ours is battery yeah, and they work pretty well. Yeah, in terms of batteries, awesome. probably once a year. Well, that was really smart, and I really wish I'd read your book before I picked my shades out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I should have done that. Would you have done all three, or would you just have done the Roman? It's a lot. Yeah. Like, do you need all three? Decorators have to make money somehow. I like it. <laughs> you know what you need? A third shade. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, though, depending. I know, you don't care about privacy, but I would love to have, I, I would want that mid-level all options of privacy yeah mm -hmm. but at night i'd love the blackout so it's i guess like, it depends what room you're into correct. you know what i mean yeah because if you have a room that faces nothing but your own yard you you probably just want your blackout in your roman right. funnily enough i live in new york on the 40th i live on the 40th floor in an apartment with no shades whatsoever the windows are floor to ceiling and my favorite thing about living in that apartment is waking up and having the sun shining right mm -hmm. on the bed like a, i feel like a like cat, a cat like a cat yeah. Not having. I love, it. I love the sun waking me up. Me too. I feel like that me makes too. me so much happier than when it I'm does. in a hotel with the, yeah. the blackouts. It's much better for your psychological well-being. Oh, it's easier to wake up. To me. The mm -hmm. diurnal clock. It's it's very important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, in the winter, I get so off put by the time change, and then the yeah. sun's up later, and then I don't know when I'm yeah. supposed to be awake because it's never light. Of course, when you wake <laughs> up with the sun, you have to go to bed at about eight thirty. That's true. <laughs> that is true. I don't mind doing that either. It's Laura Ingalls all over again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, one of the things you didn't hear that I loved 
was when you took just uh, uh, it was a seagrass rug or something, and you painted white stripes on it. Oh yeah, that was so cute and fun. Yeah, that was a while back. Yeah, that was fun. The good old days. It just felt <laughs> good old so days beachy and yeah, irreverent it was, almost. It was. It was. We well, need. I, think I did that tips. job really fast. We put. We pulled together that house really fast, and it would have taken if I'd wanted a striped. Sisal rug. I could have ordered one from India and it would have taken six months and who knows what it would have looked like. So we just, yeah, we did all kinds of tricks like that in that house. Well, I want some fun. other tricks. So let me ask you about color. Probably, it probably rubbed off at some point. But. That's okay. Put more mm -hmm. paint down. Mm -hmm. Do it Isn't again. Isn't that what we call patina? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you, I wanted to ask you about color because there were a few instances in the book um, that really jumped out at me where you used a bold color, but it seemed like a very, okay. So in your Paris apartment, you mm -hmm. have that magenta kitchen, which, yeah. mm -hmm. okay. Where did that idea come from? It, did, it wasn't my idea. It, it was a rented apartment and the kitchen, it had quite a big kitchen. And when we got the apartment, all it had in it was that magenta monolith, that magenta oh. lacquered thing. And then it was, a, it had a sink and a stove all kind of built into that thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, so I just went with it. I thought it was so fun. Yeah. And then, but then the and adjacent it, room has the orange and the green. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah. They're, I think the colors do all, did all work together. The, um, the magenta, I think the person that did that, the renter before me, um, probably got the idea to pull the colors from the tiles and the floor. Maybe they're old oh. French, um, tiles and the cement tiles on the floor or something. Um, yeah, I would have never done that on my own, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm often happy to use what I find mm -hmm. and just kind of go with it. So when should we use both? I, I know you said you did, but there was another, like there was a staircase that you did that was like Hermé orange that oh, I thought yeah, was so fun. Was so like when that. do we do, when do we do that? When do we? I don't know. I mean, I don't think of myself as being a real colorist or somebody that really likes color. I I, you know, I, I just I, I'm perfectly happy in an all beige environment. But I always, I always think you need one color mm -hmm. to break the kind of to break the beige. And off, if you look in my carefully, you've looked, um, <laughs> you'll see <laughs> that there's you know there's when my apartment is the only there's, there's a predominant there's a predominant theme which is green. Mm -hmm. um, in that um, house in Dallas with the orange staircase. It's pretty much of a beige and brown scheme, brown and brown mm -hmm. and white and beige scheme, and it just needed to have one one element of color just to keep it lively. Well, I love that, and and I think for someone maybe that isn't comfortable using yeah. lots of color, it's a way they can kind like yeah. you said break it up. Yeah, and, I mean, um, I feel very. I, getting back to Miles Red, I don't have that ability to mix colors the way he does. It just mm -hmm. doesn't. I wouldn't have enough confidence to do it and it just wouldn't feel right for me at all. Mm -hmm. But I love the way that he can mix, you know, teal with yellow with, with burgundy, you know, do mm -hmm. like dark red. I mean, it's crazy yeah. color combinations, but they always, but they do work. Yeah. They work. He's like a painter. He's you a know? painter. No, I mean, just the way he oh. decorates yeah. is almost like, yeah, he does. He uses color, you know, well. Painting. Yeah, I mean, I think I use color really well. It's just a little bit more timid. 
Well, there's, de- there's definitely a lot of color in your... Um... I would not call your books timid at all. Really? Okay. Now, because I know okay. what Miles' works looks okay. like. I, I know what you mean. But I think for anyone listening who mm. might get your book, mm. it is... Yeah, no. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, well, you I'm are downplaying yourself. Thank yeah. You. Come on. <laughs> well, we're here to chat you up. Come on. I felt like your first book, um, your work showed more of where, kind of like you said, where there was a lot of white, where you really were holding back, and or then it, or it was a mural or a texture. Does that hmm. make sense? Less of know. solid wall colors in your first book. I, I, is what I, I thought. Felt. I thought the second book was more monochromatic, more more thematic. It felt mm. very green to me. Everything feels very green. green no, is my no, you're wrong. Go-to color. You don't know okay, I could be. I could be. I, <laughs> you don't no, know your work. You never at all. know. You never. You don't no, know. I agree. I do feel like your um, your new book actually has a lot of green. Um, yeah, a lot of green. Oh, <laughs> oh, green. So green. Girl, oh, plants. Green again. I was very inspired by your plants. Mm-hmm. I actually went online to buy some plants as Thanks. I was reading last night. Thanks. Oh no, I love green. So that was all. I know. It's yeah. a, 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 I don't know. Maybe it comes with old age, but I've I've seemed to have gotten grown a green thumb. My apartment is practically a jungle now. Do you like that, or do you find that claustrophobic? No, I like it. Well, my I mean, I live in a very modern apartment, so the mm-hmm. green really the the trees and the green plants really help uh-huh. keep mm-hmm. it from being too sterile. I go back and forth on my plants, you know, because I want green, and then I'm like, yeah. oh, it's too much. Yeah, they're I don't well, they're know. plants, and then they're plants. That's what, true. You know, shapely. It's all about the shape to me. What's the that one that you like so much? It's like, a, like a tall stick and then a leaf. <laughs> there were. T- I'm acting it out, y'all. Yeah, I feel like there were the two philodendron. Of them. Mm, I feel like it, the the stem had a like. I like how you're acting out the stem. I'll find it and show you, or I okay. can just look in the book. Okay. What are the ferns on the, the wall? Plants now. Those are oh, oh those, those are staghorns. Stag the staghorns. Yeah. How do they do? They survive well. Those are so easy. They look so great. If you right? if they have the right conditions, they're really easy. You, never, you just take That's them down what I once got a week and buy. soak them uh-huh. and put them back up. They're like orchids. They 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 they, they like abuse kind of. They don't like to be over nurtured. <laughs> they thrive on neglect. Yeah, they do. Orchids <laughs> do. Really, yeah. it's true. Um, I've already I've already put in the order for them for Christmas for my bathroom wall. After but, reading your book, I was like, <laughs> I like those. I would like some of those on my bathroom wall. Well, they do have to have light, though. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I have a window. Yeah, give a big window or skylight. They'll do really well. Mm. See, you're fancy. I thought the humidity might be good for them. Uh, it's not bad. We'll find you know, out. in the in a bathroom. Yeah, no, it might be. We'll find like out. Jungle but almost. you just take them in your shower with you. Oh, once you a week, once a week, every ten days, just bathe with your plants. And Karen. the wooden plaque, the wooden plaque holds the moisture and gives off moisture. That's why they're, they're on those wooden plaques because it. Oh, okay. So the burlap. So you should really the soak plaque. the plaque, too, all right. as well. Okay, Let's I can, I can do all plants. this. Once a week, it's green. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could kill it though. Joe I, can, I don't think I have you. a picture of it in my book, but uh, several times I've actually put a plant in the shower. You know, people have these giant showers oh, that's nowadays. A great idea. Yeah, that is. Smart. Does it survive? The showers are so big. It's like, why do you have a shower this big? Yeah. And then you put, can put a plant. So in you it. can put a plant. In. I always yeah. feel like giant showers are cold. Yeah, I don't like that's it true because you want to get steam going. Yeah. There. Or, or how about a water no closet doors? that's too big? There's nothing worse than a water closet mm. that's too big. Yeah. Yeah. Things are just too big in general. Yes. A lot of things. And yes. some of your, I felt, most charming rooms were some that you could tell were small and intimate. Some yeah. of the bedrooms that really it's just a bed and maybe a built-in closet type thing and a stool yeah. and <laughs> a beautiful view yeah. or something. Well, that's something that probably comes from my New York upbringing because, you know, New York, 
people in places like Atlanta and Dallas and people have had the ability to have much bigger spaces and that's kind of how it got out of control that mm -hmm. sort of McMansion-y kind of thing mm -hmm. and I hope the trend is going is reversing because I'm so much I'm so fine in my small houses that I have and I you know I don't understand why people need so much space yeah drives me crazy well actually. agree because you're um that what's the name Zin Zanzibar yeah. Yeah, your Zanzibar home. Um, yeah. You said it's four bedrooms, but it's only, what, 1,800 square it's feet? 1,800 square feet. I love that. And the living room's huge. It's 15 feet by 30 feet. I mean, it's a big living room. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's interior yeah. space. There's a lot of exterior right. space, but whatever. Yeah. Just build what you need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I grew up in a world, you know, where my, you know, we had very nice houses. They were built by really good architects, and they were beautifully made houses. And, you know, my parents had closets. They each had a closet. And, you know, that we had a coat closet that had, you know, 20 coats in it. But it was just a closet. And now everybody has these walk-in dressing rooms. Everybody has mm. his and her offices. Everybody has all these kind of extra rooms. I mean, the space is really feels doesn't feel right to me. It feels very And then you got to fill wasteful. it up. Yeah, Waste then you got to fill right. it up. Yeah. Right. With a lot of stuff, yeah, and maintain it, yeah, and maintain mm -hmm. it, heat it, cool. It, I think everybody clean should it. get. I think everybody should retrench. Yes, <laughs> let's, let's go back. I agree. Yeah, I agree because then you can get fewer things but better things. Yeah, things you cherish, and it's not just a bunch of stuff to mm -hmm. fill it up and. Well, that's throw what it I, out. that's what we always say about French. You know, French women—they're so stylish, but you know, a French woman has you know two cashmere sweaters two pairs of nice wool pants and you know two little dresses that she wears in the summer and it's you know and that's it yeah good quality and they're she's she chic right and then you take care of it yeah and there's yeah. no and there's no like taboo around wearing it more than and once. they don't have big closets in paris either they don't even have closets in paris they've that's got right. an arm you get an armoire if you're lucky <laughs> I did love how you built some of those in, though. Those pretty little, and some of them were floating off the ground in some of I the did. smaller rooms. I did. Um, little, I mean, I guess they're closets, but they look like a little well, yeah, that's how, But that's how I got the square footage down. Yeah. Mm. That's why the square footage was so small, because I didn't have to have big, thick walls that would take closets. Ah. So okay. that, that really reduced the square footage. That's smart. So even though the room is like the bedrooms, let's say it's 12 by 12, if it had been, uh, you know, I would have had to add at least two more feet to one dimension or the other to get closets in. So that was one of my tricks. So in the, in one of the, I think it might've been Mimi Reed's intro to your first book. She talked about how you love Ikea, <laughs> but I was curious what, what's your favorite, what's your Ikea must have? What are your favorites? Oh, uh, well this last, most recently is <laughs> a really wonderful glass and I don't know what it's called. There's a little footed stemmed, Short wine glass. It is really good. I okay. bought maybe 150 of them. Is it clear? It's clear. Uh huh. Yeah, 150. Can, well, I don't know. I buy them for people. I buy them for oh. different houses. I, you know, get more because I'm afraid they're going to break. You know, there's, <laughs> I keep buying smart. it. They're they have only, great. They're only a dollar each. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, what yeah, else is good for IKEA? Um, they actually have really good Teflon pans that I really like. Oh. Really heavy oh. okay. Teflon pans. The fabric, anything made out of fabric is generally not very good. Right. But they used to have really good down pillows, but I don't think they do those anymore. 
I've gotten their down um, pillow stuffers, you know, for mm. accent pillows, mm. which they oh, do have feather ones that are 20 bucks. Although Ballard sells them, through, so don't mm. buy them from Ikea. Mm. Buy them from I go them. through phases. Mm-hmm. But place I always find you had something. a bunch of round woven placements in one of your homes. Oh, and I bought, oh, I just most recently for a very fancy house in Southampton, I mean in uh, Palm Beach, I bought um, a really wonderful stacking outdoor stacking chair. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. Uh, that they that, yeah. They stack and it's in green plastic resin or something, and they're just great looking, really comfortable and weatherproof. Done. Smart, yeah. Done, done. Yeah. And green. And green. And green. Exactly. A, be- can- a really good green, by the way. Oh. I have a question. Yeah, it's a practical question about one of the houses. I don't remember which one. It might also have been Zanzibar. It's definitely one of these coastal guys, and it's the one where you had the all of the shutters and frames and windows made in India and brought mm-hmm. in and installed. Mm-hmm. Which house was that? Zanzibar. Okay. And you incorporated screen into the louver or shutters? Is yeah, right? well, the, the units, I, I, I took quite a bit of doing. Um, I drew them, I had them drawn in New York. Um, but the unit, the, those are the door units, yes. But a, a typical window unit had the casing, the shutters, the window itself, and an interior screen, and an exterior, sorry, an exterior screen because they were in swinging windows. Okay. In swinging French style windows. And a typical door unit, there it is. A typical. Found to that glass. A, ty- a typical door unit had the door casing, an interior, uh, in swinging interior door, which was louvered, but also had screen on it. And then an exterior door, which was kind of like the storm shutter. Okay. Mm. And these things all came in one piece. They were all pre preassembled and pre-attached, all the hinges and everything. And um, all we had to do was put them into the concrete openings that were made to a certain thickness. And just drill them in this way and then caulk them and that was done. It was brilliant. I thought that was so smart to have the screen incorporated into the louver because mm-hmm. yeah. it's always a compromise. You right. know, you want the door open, the screen's not that pretty, right. you want some air. This is both. Yeah. And bugs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bugs the problem. That's good. Good job. You're smart. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's so inventive. Right? Yeah. Always thinking. That's practical. <laughs> <laughs> Should we give some practical advice to our listeners? Sure. Ooh, will you help us with a decorating dilemma? Of yes. course. Oh, I love this. Oh, good. Okay. first one is from Jessica, and she writes and says, love the podcast, new girls. First of all, I'm a little behind on episodes because I have a new baby, and I was thinking of Taryn's son. Oh, yes. He's doing great. Thank you. Um, okay. I painted my cupboards and backsplash and updated the hardware and hinges. Do not recommend. Agreed. But it's finally time to renovate my kitchen. We are not really neat enough to be open concept people, so I plan to get rid of the island and move the fridge to the front hallway. Coat closet will move to the back side of the bat. My wait, question- and move, Wait, and move the fridge to the front hallway? Like, no, see this coat closet? I think she's putting oh. the fridge there. Oh, this is all one thing. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So she's she's moving things around in her kitchen. But it's not mm-hmm. going to be in the hall. It's going to be in the kitchen. Yes. Okay. My question is mainly, what would you do with this window? It overlooks a sunroom that we use all the time, but it's not insulated. My current plan is to have open shelves and utensil pot racks and just run them in front of the actual window that continue it over the counter and stove area. The window doesn't let in much light. Do you have any better ideas to make the window seem less odd? 
though I do use it to see my daughter out in the pool in the backyard. Thanks again for the amazing podcast. I just love it and you three so much. I also know Karen will want me to paint my handrail. I'm trying to talk my husband <laughs> into letting me. My fault because I built it years before discovering the podcast. <laughs> oh, she, handrail. she yeah. knows. She knew you were going to say something. Yeah. I am I that judgy. Jessica, I'm very predictable. So I wonder why she hates her window so much. I don't know. I would like to have a light in that kitchen. No, the window is absolutely necessary. I mean, if it was a little taller, it would be nicer, but that might not be a possibility. Um, I would, I might employ my old, first of all, it might be nice to get rid of all of the cabinets on that particular wall. Those upper cabinets. Those upper cabinets. That would be my first thing. And then um, I would make that kind of a feature wall and I would tile the entire wall like wallpaper, but all the way Mm -hmm. around it. And um, all the way to the ceiling. All the way to the ceiling. But not, not turn a corner. No, she, I mean it would be it would start to get kind of expensive, and then where would you stop? Mm-hmm. But if she paint if she just tiled that wall in a colorful mm-hmm. tile, for instance, then she could pick one of the colors out of the tile and paint the rest of the kitchen it, and it would be easier. Could she just wallpaper it? Uh, I wouldn't recommend wallpaper on a on a wall with a stove okay. and a mm-hmm. sink and everything. I think, right. you know, tile doesn't have to be that expensive. Right, true. If you tile that whole wall, um, and then it's also good for pot racks because then the tiles are mm. banging, the pots can bang against oh. the tile. And that oh, that's smart. Oh, so that helps her there. And then the other old, you know, then employ the oldest decorating trick in the book, which is to get a bamboo window shade and put it up at the ceiling line and have it come down and have it rest just above the just below the window, the top mm-hmm. of the window, and it'll look like you've got a taller window, even though you don't. So she Brilliant. talks in the in her thing about how she wants to run shelves potentially in front of the window. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't understand okay. that. I either. think that's complicated. I don't think that's right. And I it's going to block your view and your light. Yeah, you could if you if she does the tile wall, she could put little bracketed shelves, like maybe two on each side mm-hmm. um, with brackets. I think you might mm-hmm. even sell something like that on Ballard. Mm-hmm. We do. Um, and, you know, they're two feet long each, two, mm-hmm. to buy mm-hmm. t- t- two, of the two and two or something. And to that go one, on either side of the to window. To go on either yeah. side of the window. But I wouldn't do continuous shelves, no. No, I feel her because I'm one of those people too. I don't want to display too much, but I think there's mm-hmm. still plenty of storage. If again, she's moving that fridge, she'll be able to have all of her cabinetry over there too that she'll be able mm-hmm. to utilize. Right yeah. where um, the refrigerator is mm-hmm. currently. Yeah. Yeah. So I think with that cabinetry over there, she'll be able to do the shelves, which will be gorgeous on a tile backsplash mm-hmm. that's you know to the ceiling because she really yeah. isn't getting much storage out of what she's no. got here. No. Yeah. Because no. one of it is really high cabinets over your oven hood. vent hood mm-hmm. which you know that probably just has a pipe in it that's the yeah right. sucky pipe that comes off your own what you call that thing exhaust <laughs> so you're not putting <laughs> things pipe, in yes. there but she's moving the fridge to another location so she's going to have an l of counter space and mm-hmm. she could run upper cabinets on that wall on that, or wall. On that wall and, and then make could, this a beautiful focal yeah. wall that's a great mm-hmm. idea and then just make sure the cabinets go all the way to the ceiling so when the tile like the like the like the oven cabinet on the other side, mm-hmm. even yes. if you have to customize them or fake them somehow. The thing that to me that's glaringly wrong with this kitchen is the lighting. You can tell even in the thing. There's some very funny lighting going on here. I can't really tell what it is, but it looks a little gloomy. It looks, glo- like it looks a little gloomy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if possible, it would be nice nice to get some light closer to the sink. Um, maybe a wall, uh, you know, like a library light or something like that over the, mm. oh, but then, no, it would have to be two. It would have to be two. Two. Because you're, I'm, then my shade trick wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. But it could be two. 
maybe library lights. You sell those too on Ballard, I bet. Yes, we do. We do. Brass or chrome. Uh-huh. Um, and then I'm going to say something really strange, which is I have this new favorite product, which are LED panels. And I put them in all the closets. I have a new, another piece of real estate, and I put them in mm. all the closets. And they're these luminous panels, and they're almost like skylights. If the, if the kitchen's oh. a little gloomy, and it, they give off this beautiful, really, it really feels like daylight. It almost feels like there's skylights in all of my closets. That's smart. It's quite good because I think sometimes you need light in the kitchen. You need more light in the kitchen. Yeah. So where would she put it in the kitchen? Maybe in the middle. If she does the library lights, oh, um, over the on that window wall maybe put in a big luminous panel i mean it's kind of a retro kind of feeling uh-huh. but i think it's good to have strong mm-hmm. good light and it's very uh what do you call it neutral light it's not it's the not ones blue that I got. Or, mm-hmm. it, it's the color temperature is really good where do you get something like that uh i bought them on lamps plus or okay lighting.com or something like that okay That's and smart. they have a white frame and they're only an inch deep the ceilings are they're really good. I got them because I had these kind of low ceiling closets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want anything hanging down that I could bash my head on. I don't know. Just for thought. That's smart. I That's feel like I need one of those for my closet. Yeah. Um yeah, I feel like she's gonna And they love come in the all shelves. shapes. Oh, by the way, they come in round, oh. they come in square, they come in long rectangles. It's okay. a great tip. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean it looks like it's not a very ballard kind of look though. Well, it depends because you maybe you don't it. have to see it. No, either. And, you, and you mix it with the you mix it with the more decorative light fixtures above. Mm-hmm. So on your focal wall, you'll see yeah. the decorative fixtures and that beautiful tile, and then you'll have this pan or this mm-hmm. LED mm-hmm. On, on, ceiling. on the ceiling. Well, and if it's a white panel and it's on a it's white ceiling, go away. yeah, it yeah. almost goes away when mm-hmm. it's not on, and then when you need it, it really feels like daylight. That's great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, one thing I want to ask you guys about. Um, and then we can be done with Jessica, is, okay, over her sink, she has this window, but it looks like, for some reason, the, the soffit. The, the, the soffit over the window. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't there think- There might be a light in there. And is that going to go away? You know uh, they used to have the lights up in there? Or it's really people- deep. It's cabinet depth. Oh, you know what it could be? It could be the vent from the, from the oven or the mm-hmm. stove. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's... I didn't notice that. I assumed that those pictures were on the back wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. So that'll mess up your blind idea. Oh, dear. That certainly will. Uh-huh. Good spotting. Um, hmm. Well, let's see. You could still tile the soffit, and then you could get... Mm, yeah, I wouldn't have. Wonder blinds. if you could put your LED mm. light under under put there. Some shorty curtains. Yeah, right. <laughs> shorty. <laughs> curtains. Some shorty curtains. Could you put the LED it. light right there? I wouldn't. Okay. No, I would put. If I was going to put a light under there, I would put like little mini pin spots. Uh-huh. Two of them. You'd put two, not one, because one would just highlight the divider. Hmm. Caroline's got a study. Okay, place. well, y'all, here's my question. She says my current plan is to have open shelves and a utensil slash pot rack. Run in front of the window. Oh, okay, guys. I feel like I just fully understood what she meant. I think she's suspending the open shelves between the cabinets. You know what I'm saying? In front of the window? I think that's what she was talking about. Mm. Not removing that wall. Yeah, well, I wouldn't do that. To me, the window is the most important part of the kitchen. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do anything to cover the window. 
Okay. Don't your, hate on your window. Yeah. No. It's a focal point. No, but maybe if there's a soffit, maybe she could suspend stuff from the soffit. Maybe the shelving could be suspended from the soffit or something like that. Um, that's all I can think of. And then just dispense with a window treatment. Right. I don't think, well, it's for the record, I don't think the window seems odd at all. I don't either. No. It seems like that's from No, it's especially, it's an outswinging, in the, if the screen, if the porch is screened, that means that the window doesn't have to be screened. So how nice is that to have outswinging casement windows? Mm -hmm. Yeah, over your So it's such a nice it. thing. There's the most underestimated elements of decorating are light and air. To me, those are the most important parts of decorating. What do you mean air? Just fresh just air? Just fresh air. Ah, uh, fresh Light, air. Light, fresh air, a view, something like that. Mm -hmm. Counts for a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. That's true. Got yeah. it. I love a window over a sink, kitchen sink. I think I've said that seven times. You have that. Oh. I have that. I do too. Yeah, most. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just saying. Very important. If I got to stand there, I'll have the window. You want to look at something nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we have another one you have to do. Mm -hmm. This one's from Christina. And she writes, I love the podcast. I listen all the time and it inspires me so much. I just moved into a new apartment and I have a staircase for the first time. Aww. It has two large scale shelves surfaces that initially became a gathering place for all the things that didn't have a place. And now I'm stuck. I cannot figure out how to style these. I can see the top of the shelf from my office, so I want to make it less cluttered and more pleasing to look at but the slanted ceiling makes it hard to figure out what to put there i want to bring in some large scale pieces it is a rental so the paint has to stay the same the lighting fixture as well but any styling ideas would be so welcome okay so she's got one of those it looks like she has stairs that were to what was a former attic looks sort of like a bungalow that someone built stairs into and at the top of the stairs there's and in the middle of the stairs to the to the side instead of a banister or something there's a built-in shelf mm -hmm. so there's two of these yeah it's almost just like a let yeah it's like those a ledge. two ledges they're mm -hmm. like big steps yeah they're like yeah. two big steps what yeah. should she put on those well that's it's that's kind of interesting because yeah I, what, what i say about collecting is you should always stick to just a few things just yes. pick two of your favorite things and then do them in profusion or maybe even one mm -hmm. i mean you know who knows what it is but anything can be looked at as kind of clever if it's done in multiples. I mean, she could collect, uh, I don't know, you know, I mean, the obvious thing is bottles, of course, green bottles, mm -hmm. green ones. Green, of course. Um, but it, <laughs> of I mean, course. it could almost be anything. It could be, you know, pieces of driftwood or it could be, um, or it could be, it could be, it, it could be books. Just to, how about stacks and stacks and stacks of books? Mm, I like right. that. It could be almost one like a library. Thing. Just one, just pick, just pick one, one thing, thing and do it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, a beautiful I mean, plant. The, even. Books, books are actually kind of a good idea because they stack, and you could just keep stacking them, mm -hmm. and maybe start put the books on the bottom that you know you're never going to read, or buy some good looking books from a used bookstore and put them on the bottom and mm -hmm. keep going. I buy love those. Tom's book. Hmm? Yeah, my book. Yeah. My mm -hmm. book. Put that near the top so you mm -hmm. can refer to it. Of course. Um, of course. And, and I think that would cover. be. I think that would be great looking. And you, the as the books could get smaller as you go up because they have less. You know, they can't they can't Space. go as deep as the because the ceiling slants. Mm -hmm. But I think completely jammed with books would be great looking. Mm -hmm. Right to the edge. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I've been really loving like horizontal stacks of books, just like three high. You know what I mean? Um, well, I guess the reason I'm saying this is because I have, 
it's almost kind of like this actually um have two huge big spans of drawers in two different rooms and it's just like it's like 10 feet of just console kind of mm-hmm. and it's a lot it's a lot and it can get really you know I bet it cluttery junky fast yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i've been do- i have right now i just i don't have a lot of shelves in my new house so i have just like three stack it's well it's like three high just sections of books and then right. maybe in one section i'll put like a plant and then i'll skip a section or two and then i'll put a little bowl or something mm-hmm. or maybe lean a piece of art and it's look the at repetition of that i bet that works because yes. it appears to be tidy Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of plants, it looks because there's a skylight, it might be a good place to put a plant too yes. on the upper mm-hmm. shelves, particularly. It might be nice to have some kooky plant. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Mm. Did she say it was a rental? She did. Oh, okay. Rental. She uh, can't then I won't give her my best idea. Yeah. Wait, I want to hear your best idea. Yeah. No, it's just that I, I've been known to do this is there's so many well priced runners out there. Ah. And with a staple gun and a runner, Ah. You can attach them, you know, the, even if they're only six or four or five feet long, you can buy three of them and you could you could put a stair runner on there very inexpensively. That's smart. Well, I but mean, you'd you have probably to th- wouldn't see the staple things. If- mm, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe. Well, maybe she's not. a risk taker. Maybe not. <laughs> but you can get some really fun, bold runners very inexpensively on certain websites. What would you sites. do, a stripe or a It could pat- be a stripe or it could be, pat- could be a crazy pattern. It could be something really brightly colored. Um, but Maybe it's, it's their runners are surprisingly inexpensive on mm-hmm. certain websites, <laughs> which I will not name. Which I will not name. You know what? Back to her ledge. She could even mm-hmm. lean a piece of art there. One big thing, you know, if you don't have mm-hmm. a thousand books to the stack, that's there. a that's a very nice idea, for, particularly for that lower shelf. Mm-hmm. Right, is one big graphic yeah. thing mm-hmm. with one object in front of it or a plant. Right. Yeah. I feel like if she does lean something, she has to resist the urge to place random. I feel like if this were me, I would, you know, put like the rubber band that you need to take upstairs. Like it would accumulate little chat, little things every time you go. So don't do that. that But it should be that that particularly that lower one is almost like having a little altar, like having a little home altar. Mm -hmm. A light would be nice too. It seems that like there's electricity there, but that lamp is. The lamp is not, not the, best the best choice. choice. Should she do like just a, one big lamp? No, one small. I would say something. I'd say a big picture and a small, and a small like lamp. a glow rock or something that's not, not actually a lamp lamp. Okay. Just something that adds a little bit of energy yeah. to the corner. Yeah. Smart. I love that. All right, cool. Thank you. We solved her problem. Yes. I mean, for now. Thank you, Jessica and Christina. I always yes, like to see... Rentals, you know what people yeah. are doing to make a rental personal. I always yeah. think that's so interesting because there's so much you can do. You mm-hmm. don't have to feel so stuck right. um, that you can't make change. Yeah. So, and that seems like a cool rental. I feel like all of my it rentals does. were like boring white boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's cool ones cool. out there. I have one. <laughs> that's true. I that's true. Move. <laughs> He's got two. If you need them. Right? <laughs> Tom, thank you so much for being our guest. That was fun. We really Thanks appreciate it. Me. Do it again. Good. Can you tell everyone <laughs> where they Next can book. find you, follow you, find your book, buy your book? That's good. All that good stuff. Is it TomShear.com? TomShear.com. And, and are you on Instagram? Of course I'm on Instagram. Although I'm told I don't post enough. But uh, I'll try. 
You know, I try to do more. But it's you. That's <clears throat> always good to know when it's you that's I also posting. don't know any of that. There's so many little Instagram tricks that I don't know how to do. That's Just okay. post what you like and we're going to like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't we worry might. about tricks. I think it's better to, to post less often. Yeah. Authentically. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> to use buzzwords. <laughs> well, I find it hard to come up with enough things that are interesting. I'm not that interesting. I'm not either. Yeah. It's also kind of a it's kind I'm of very a, interesting a burden when you go someplace now to think of like finding something to I find myself thinking oh God what can I inst- I have to Instagram something oh you have anxiety and it's sort of a burden mm-hmm. yeah I've been unburdened by in traveling by not having to shop anymore because there's nothing you can't buy in that's true already in the United States true so at least you don't have to do or, that anymore yeah or online that was in the old days you had to always think about what you could buy. Find something mm. new to buy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, buy. Now you just get it at ABC Carpet. Or, Which or, is or, closed. Or Ballard Design. <laughs> We're doing the shopping mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have, what? Okay. ABC Carpet closed? Is that what you're saying? It did. The family part, sold the building? and Part oh. of it. It's not entirely closed. Like the first most, floor. Most sections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Ooh. What about their cute little restaurant? The restaurant's still there. Oh. This was a Debbie to end on. Oh, no. That's a sad day. <laughs> ABCV, is that what you're talking about? Yes. It's incredible, that restaurant. It's yes. right across the street from my office. Oh. Huh. I'll come knock next yes, time. Yes, next time we're there, we're going to come visit. <laughs> Drop in. Tom, okay. what up? <laughs> All right, well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. We loved having you. All right, that's our show. Thank you for listening. You can leave us a review in your podcast app. We'd love to read it. And, of course, check out the show notes for this episode. I'm going to link to that. That glass you suggested. Yeah, yeah, put it on there. Yeah. It's called mm-hmm. the 365. Maybe they'll send me a check. <laughs> um, yeah, or a case. <laughs> and we'll also link to Tom's book and his website and all that good stuff. And, of course, send your questions to podcast at ballardesigns.net so one of our very talented designers could answer it on a future episode. Um, don't forget to enable the how to decorate skill in your Amazon account so you can listen to us from your Alexa. I think that's everything. I think that's it. So follow us on social media, Ballard Designs. And until next time, happy happy decorating. decorating.